Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of A Dancer's Mindset. Thank you so much for listening today and I hope you're feeling amazing. I hope you're feeling motivated, determined and confident because that's what this podcast is all about, right? I'm sending big love to you, big hugs, especially because the topic we're going to be talking about today is about bullying and bullying in school. Something that a lot of us have experienced and I certainly have. Maybe you're in school currently, maybe you're a young student and maybe you're being bullied for reasons that maybe you don't even know why or maybe you're older and the bullying is an old wound that you're holding inside and has played a part in shaping who you are now and maybe you're acting in a certain way now in your adult life because of some things that happened to you in your childhood. I mean, it's a well-known thing that childhood trauma and it can be small or large we hold on to those things and sometimes we take them into adult life and I, I'll speak later about how that can manifest in your adult life but sometimes we're not even aware that it's because of what happened in our childhood so I'm going to talk about things as well as what we can do about it and talk about both of those things both as a student now, whether you're struggling with someone bullying you, and as an adult, whether you're healing old wounds. Now, first of all, bullying in school, let's just talk about this, bullying in school absolutely sucks. I mean, when I was bullied, it came as a shock to me, because prior to it happening, I was at Tring Park School of the Performing Arts, which Although this school, at the time at least, had limitations with the ballet, you know, it wasn't the best at ballet, because obviously we were doing everything, tap, modern, drama, I loved doing drama there. I mean, the school was amazing. It, I loved it. I was so happy. They make the students so confident in this school. They were nurturing us to be performers. And we were all super happy kids. I mean... I'm sure there was probably a small amount of people that were dealing with bad things there as well. I mean, it's the case in every school. It would be strange if there wasn't bullying in in the school at all. I'm sure there was, but the percentage of it would have been far, far less, I think, just because of how nurturing they were. Um, everyone was nice and we were all super close. Leaving this group and going to the Royal Ballet School was hard for me because I was so close to them and I felt very co confident and comfortable. But I knew I had to do this for my ballet future. I knew I couldn't stay here and, and reach my potential, as hard as it was to, to leave. Then obviously I got into the Royal Ballet School, which was a huge step for me, a big step. I was very excited, I was very happy. It's where, you know, the cream of the crop go, as, as they would say, and it must be good, right? it must be great. This is the best in England. This is where I should go. Well, just like Darcy Bustle, I joined in year nine. So I'd missed, I'd missed two years already. I'd missed year seven, I'd missed year eight. I wasn't in the friendship groups, you know, I, I didn't have an established friendship group and I was turning up as a bit of a stranger to all these, with all these girls. 
And to top it off, I was a day pupil, so I really was not included in any way. I wasn't staying overnight, I wasn't bonding while watching the television at night. I was literally in, say hello, do the classes and leave. So subsequently, I was bullied at the Royal Valley School and that was very uh, joyful. <laughs> um, it, no, but laughing aside, like it wasn't fun. It wasn't fun at all. Uh, a lot of the girls were mean. The teachers were mean and passive aggressive. Some of the boys were even mean. I felt awkward. I felt ugly and I felt really alone. And I know some people have a great time, but I know a lot of people there have a really, really bad time and they hate it and I personally hated it mostly. <laughs> um, I haven't spoken too much about my experience there, but if there's anyone out there who's listening and who has been to the Royal Ballet School or is at the Royal Ballet School and is struggling with the routine and any bullying and just the kind of environment there in general, please reach out, especially if you're someone who was there and had a difficult time please reach out. I'd love to chat to you. Maybe even get you on the podcast and talk about it. I mean, (laughs) everyone's had trauma. Um, So yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't fun. (laughs) And it got so bad, so bad at one point that I went back to Tring to audition for my old school because I would be, I would be coming home crying every day to my mum. I would be saying, please don't make me go back there please don't make me go back there tomorrow, please, I can't take it, I don't want to go, you know, I was considering leaving and going back to Tring, and I got to the school, and um, I auditioned, and the headmistress, who, you know, really loved me from before, she said to my mum, and my mum didn't actually tell me this until much later, but she said to my mum, what have they done to her, she's, she's like a shell, I was stick thin, alone, stressed, and really, really insecure, really insecure. I hated everything about myself. I had no confidence. The only saving grace was seeing my mum every weekend because by this point I had tried to board um, to fit in more. So even though the last thing I wanted to do was actually be there, I forced myself to get my mum I forced myself to board basically so that I could maybe socialize and then things just got much worse. They went from bad to worse and I was even more unhappy. So I got in, but I got into the, my old school train, but even though, even though I was in hell, you know, crying most days and feeling so alone, the idea of going back going backwards in life was worse for me. I could I couldn't go back. I'm already a different version of myself. Even if this version of myself is unhappy and depressed and definitely wants out, I can't go back. I just can't. So I stuck around. I stuck it out. It was awkward. Things did get better towards the end of the year. So this is now year 11. So the last year at the Royal Ballet School but even some of the teachers really needed to work on how they treat young people Um, because it wasn't good. It was passive aggressive. It was mind gamey. It was toxic. Um, It would make you think a million things about yourself that weren't true. You know, 
to be continued on this topic, but sadly, the teachers were also part of the issue. All this only pushed me more. I mean, I'm a, de- I'm a determined person, if you haven't noticed. Nobody was going to stop me, even if I had no friends. And this only toughened me up more. I knuckled down, I made my Russian connections, I still had my Russian coach on the side. I had my supporters, my mum being the biggest one, and I got the ball rolling. And to be honest, had I not had a bad time at the Royal Ballet School, maybe I wouldn't have thought about Russia so much and escaping to Russia and training there. And for me, when I went to Russia, I wasn't sure after all this, and I've really skimmed over the details. I haven't even I haven't spoken about the details at all. It was nasty. But even after all this, I wasn't sure how it was going to go in Russia. I wasn't sure whether they'd be nice. I mean, <laughs> this school is even stricter, isn't it? I mean, how are the students going to be towards me? Probably worse, no? No. Oh, what a breath of fresh air. The foreigners were nice. We bonded. We were, we were a team. We were sort of still part of an exclusive club who were allowed in this school because back then it was still very much almost closed to foreigners. Only a fair few were let in. Only ones they thought had potential to actually make it. But on my first day, on my first day at Vaganova, the Russians came running up to me in class, asking me where I was from, literally. They were all stood at the bar, I walked in, and they all came running over saying, where are you from, where are you from? I mean, I wanted I wanted to cry with relief. I was accepted, and they were nice, so nice. They work so, so hard, but they are humble and warm. This is for me. This is where I'm supposed to be. Enough of the bullshit and the petty, the pettiness that comes with bullying. So, what should we do if we're being bullied? First of all, I'm sorry this is happening to you, and I'm here for you, and I feel for you. You're not alone, and everything, trust me, will be okay. It will be. I know it doesn't feel like it right now. I know it's really hard. I know it feels like This will be lasting forever. But trust me, it won't. It will come to an end. Usually if you're picked on, it's because people are insecure and people are threatened and people want a reaction out of you to make themselves feel better. If you're a young student, we can find it so hard to tell our parents things that are going wrong in fear they won't understand or maybe we won't be behaving or we won't be acting the way we're supposed to or the plan at this school won't be going as they envision it to go you know and you obviously don't want to let your parents down but they're your parents tell your parents and involve them make sure they understand that you want to speak to them privately before anything gets acted upon and you just need a safe space stay calm. When this is happening, it can be hugely upsetting for you. Take a deep breath. And know you have friends and family who love you outside of this nasty circle of people. 
bullies usually want a reaction out of you. They they thrive off of that. When I was being bullied, the minute I showed any kind of reaction or interest, they would laugh, giggle, and it would get worse. Don't respond. If you feel confident enough to respond, then say something to them, asking them to just back off, lay off, concentrate on your own life, and I'll concentrate on mine. It's obvious we're not going to agree on things. It's obvious we're not going to be friends, but let's be civil. See you later. (laughs) If you are someone who sees bullying happening to somebody else, then take action and help that person. Stand up to the bullies and do something to help. I felt things so deeply in school and I felt so alone. So the bullying almost destroyed me for a while. My mum took action and wrote a letter to the school. There was a big meeting and I went in a week later. I was terrified. But things seemed different. It felt a bit fake, to be honest, but it's made a difference and they never did anything again. However, when you're bullied, and that can be horrible, obviously, you can bring all those insecurities with you into adulthood. The risk of anxiety disorders, stress disorders, insomnia, and depression massively increase if there's been some childhood trauma from bullying for example first of all acknowledge it's happened talk to somebody talk to a therapist or a deep friend you may have victims of bullying often spend a long time minimizing it and dismissing it they often think it happened in the first place because there's something wrong with them It is important to look inside yourself and your emotions as an adult and take control of them. Part of why I love doing this podcast is because it's helping so many of you be more aware of your thoughts and feelings and using them to your advantage by simply understanding them. Don't push your feelings down anymore. Bring them up to the surface, acknowledge them and reclaim control. You may need to cry and let it out. That's good. That's fine. Let it out. It's part of the healing process. It's part of the road to recovery. Remember your value and your worth. Bullying often lowers people's self-esteem and value of themselves. Know your worth and surround yourself with people who not only make you feel great, but these people will also help you heal. And this leads to my next point. Surround yourself with battery chargers and people who support you, lift you up and make you feel great. It's part of the journey to recovery. These friends will help you become stronger, helping you realize your worth and minimize the impact of the bullying had on you. That the bullying had on you. You may not even know that these feelings are from the origin that is the bullying. But what you're suffering now in adulthood may very well be from that time of your life. And that's why it's important to work on personal growth. 
another reason I do this podcast. Personal growth helps you gain closure on your traumas because it helps you, un- you understand your emotions more. You understand where it's all coming from. You understand the root of things. It helps you master your emotions so that you can heal and move into a new phase of life and move into a new person and become a new person because we have many, many versions of ourselves throughout our lives. And when you heal from trauma, you let go and then you can make room to become a new and better version of yourself. And you've got this. Bullying was terrible for me. And I'm pretty sure it's why I was so anxious and I had a lot of self-doubt to work through and a lot of anxiety. Had I had a podcast like this growing up, perhaps I wouldn't have needed so long a journey to heal. Everything takes time and it's about opening up, accepting it and what happened and moving forwards with positive steps. If you are going through bullying now, talk to someone. Tell them. Tell them what it is you're going through. Don't be alone with this. And don't shy away from speaking out and asking for the help that you need. I think there's the whole thing of when you're a ballet dancer, we love to suffer (laughs) in a way. You know, because we think we're being strong. And yeah, of course, you're being strong. But it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to reach out. It's okay to say, look, I'm struggling. Things aren't great at school. I'm being picked on or I'm being ignored or people are being nasty to me. I need help. I need to speak to you. Can we talk about this? And I am here for you too. And that's why I'm doing this podcast. So guys, that's what I have for you today. Stay strong. Big hugs. And... Maybe look inside yourself a little bit. So let's say you are an adult and you do feel like you struggle with things. Just think back a little bit. Think back to your childhood and think back, what was it that was the root of something? Maybe you're an anxious person today. Maybe you have a lot of self-doubt. That doesn't come from nowhere. That comes from somewhere. So think back to where maybe that's come from. And then you can already acknowledge that and look to move forward and heal. So guys, thank you so much for listening. A bit of a different episode today, but an important one as ever, because we love talking about the important things in life. If you have requests for me to talk about something in particular, then do let me know, either on Instagram, just message me at Ballet with Isabella, or email isabellapodcast at gmail.com. I'm happy to receive questions and I can answer them on the podcast. Thank you so much. Follow me on YouTube as we're really creating nice content there. Again, at Ballet with Isabella. Check out my website, balletwithisabella.com. We have a huge relaunch end of May. And so it's going to be absolutely stunning. An amazing platform that you're all going to love. And I'm so, so, so excited. So guys, thank you so much. Have a wonderful day or night. Sleep well or have a great day. And I'll see you guys very, very soon. Bye for now.